Hey guys, Gordon here. I just want to take a second and thank you for downloading our episode, listening to our episodes, sharing our episodes, tagging us on social media and helping us grow our mission. It means everything to me. And from here uh, to continue growing where we're at, please consider throwing us a small donation just to help grow the mission, support the team, support the infrastructure and continue to build the Permafit name. Thank you all so much. We love you. We'll talk to you soon. What is up, guys, and welcome to the Strength of Body and Mind podcast. My name is Gordon. I'm going to be your host, and this is episode 76. So if you're listening to this at the time of the airing, it's still December, and you still have time to win a $50 Amazon gift card. And it's real simple, guys. If you've gotten any value out of any podcast episode in the Strength of Body and Mind podcast, all 76 of them. If you've gotten one piece of value, then this is worth your time anyway. It's real simple. Go over to iTunes, leave me a review, screenshot the review, and then post it in either your Instagram stories or your Facebook stories. Tag me and tag one other friend. If you do that, I will see it and you will be entered to win one of four $50 Amazon gift cards. Okay, one of four of them. I'm giving away four. It's really that simple. If you do that, I'll see it. I'll find it. I'll connect with you. I'll let you know. All winners are going to be announced in January. And I'd say your, your chances are still pretty high. Uh, there's definitely been a good handful of reviews left. A good handful of people who have shared it. But your chances are still very high. So definitely encourage you to do that. And besides, if you've gotten any value to the podcast at all, even one thing at one point that you've listened to, you know, in any episode that you've listened to and taken something away from it, then honestly, it's, it's just a, it's a favor for me. So I appreciate it. So anyway, today, what are we talking about? It's episode 76. We are talking about whether or not you remain committed, whether or not you remain committed. Now, if you're listening to this, when it airs, it's December, we're coming up on Christmas here in about a week. And uh, at the time of when this airs, a lot of people around this time of year, right, around this season, they lose focus on their nutrition. They lose focus on their training. And I'm, I'm seeing it everywhere, okay? I'm even seeing it in the gym. The level of effort that I'm seeing from people that go to the gym all year round and they're there, those people are there every day, every week, all year round. Something about this particular season just sends a lot of them into this casual, complacent mode of having no compete level whatsoever, no ambition to do better, to do more, to continue to push, to continue to drive, no real emphasis on trying to improve. It's like it goes out the window completely just because it's the end of the year. I don't know what it is. I mean, I do, but I don't. Okay. So, Yes, I realize it's the holidays. Yes, I realize that after Thanksgiving, it's really easy to go into this casual mode of just kind of coasting. And that's, quite frankly, I see it in more than just fitness, right? People seem to do this across everything in their life. They go into casual mode in their business. They go into casual mode in like their 
their whatever projects they're working on, like even as something as simple as like home projects, like something around their house, or if they're creators of anything, photography, music, paintings, writing, stuff like that, they go into this weird mode of just not creating, you know, or being really lazy with it. And then especially fitness, people seem to go into this extremely casual, complacent mode in their fitness and nutrition. Like they don't care. Like they're just, they're going to check out for a month and then check back in in January. First of all, like I don't believe in New Year's resolutions and I just, I just don't think they're real. And when people set them, it's usually them. It's giving them, it's them giving themselves permission to not do anything until that time begins. Does that make sense? Think about that for a second. If you set a New Year's resolution in mid-December or early December or November even, you're basically saying you're giving yourself permission to not do anything between the moment you set that resolution and are public about it and then when the new year begins. Okay? Hope that makes sense. Because that's exactly what happens. If you know anyone who has set a New Year's resolution, like, I'm going to lose 100 pounds next year. I'm going to lose 50 pounds starting January 1st. Look at what they do between the moment they say that and then January 1st. Because come January 1st, they feel like they, because they made that declaration, they're they're definitely going to go. They're going to go to the gym that first day or they're going to meal prep that first day or they're going to go for that run or whatever it is because they said they would right? Because they said they would, they'll at least do that first day. But then after that, then something comes up or this happens or this person called me and they need me to do this or I have to work late or whatever, whatever excuse, right? And then they don't do it. So, and, but if you, again, if you look back to when they said on January 1st, I'm going to do this all the time between when they said that and when they actually when, well, when January 1st rolls around, they do nothing. It's them giving themselves permission to do nothing. So why am I bringing that up? Well, for me here, when I'm recording, at the time I'm recording this, it's been almost, four, it's about four weeks since Thanksgiving, okay? And I go the opposite this time of year. So when Thanksgiving rolls around, when Halloween, Thanksgiving roll around, I turn it up as much as possible, and I do that for a couple reasons. One, because inevitably I seem to motivate or inspire at least one person in my life. Okay, so that gives me fulfillment. That makes me happy that someone else can get some inspiration or motivation by my actions. So around November, I turn it up, meaning I push myself to the boundaries of what I can do in the gym. Whatever program I'm on, I push myself to that limit. All right, I really push the boundaries so that I can get the most out of it. And yes, I like to inspire or motivate someone to do better things for their body. Okay, again, that makes me happy. But the other reason I do it is because I know how easy it is to get sucked into the vortex that is the end of year Let's stop going to the gym. Let's stop eating correctly. Let's stop training. Let's stop focusing on on making our bodies better and healthier. Um, I know how easy it is to get sucked into that mindset, okay? Because I've been there. I've been there. You know, 10 years ago, it was very 
common for me every single year, like 10 years ago, 11 years ago, 12 years ago, whatever, all through college, all through high school, it was very easy for me to like come September, October, just stop, just completely stop. I mean, I wasn't doing much back then anyway, as far as fitness and training and nutrition, I wasn't really focused on that back then anyway, but I would, you know, from time to time, I would get some momentum going like in the summer or in the spring or in the dead of winter. But in the fall, I would just would always get sucked into that mode because I was easily influenced by everybody else. And I would just stop. Like I would go and there would be leftover Halloween candy on the the first of November at school or at, um, at my work or whatever. And I would stuff my face with that. Right. And then that would turn into like, oh, you know, well, I'll just take today off because I cheat, you know, it was a cheat meal, cheat candy, just cheat snack, whatever. And then that would turn into a cheat day and that would turn into a cheat week. And then before I know it, oh, you know, Thanksgiving's next week. So screw it. I'm just going to, you know, I'll, I'll recalibrate after Thanksgiving. And then Thanksgiving would roll around a week later. I would stuff my face and I would feel so horrible about myself afterwards. But at the time, it would feel fine you know, love the taste of all that food. So I would eat as much food, right, as possible and desserts and whatnot. And then I would feel terrible. But then, you know, the next week, the next Monday after Thanksgiving, you know, I'd go to the gym maybe for a day or two. And then, you know, then we're kind of into December, right? And with December comes all the, the Christmas vibes, right? The Christmas vibes. And with the Christmas vibes come baked stuff, and Christmas themed candy that you can only buy once a year, like Christmas themed Reese peanut butter cups, right? There are Reese trees now and there there's um, red and green M&Ms instead of your standard colors and all those things, right? And because of that, it kind of makes you feel like I need to be part of this, this thing, this once a year thing. I need to be part of it now. And to be part of it means to indulge and to indulge means to, completely abandon all of the things that I was doing, all of the practices, the good practices that I was doing. It means to abandon all that and go all in on this completely unhealthy, unfit lifestyle. And so I did year after year after year, and I'm seeing it now in other people. Uh, But again, I know how easy it is to get sucked into that. So around this time of year, this is the point. I turn it up. I go the opposite way. I push as hard as possible. I focus as hard as possible, as intently as possible. I am extremely intentional, extremely purposeful with my time and my decision-making in the gym, in the kitchen, to make sure that I'm doing everything in my power to stay focused and continue to make progress, okay? I don't want to waver, right? I'm still not nearly as much as I once was, but I'm still uh, able to be influenced. I'm still able to kind of get pulled in that direction. Now, I it's very unlikely at this point that I would ever go back to the lifestyle that I was at when I was in college. I just don't see how that's possible because of the transformation that I've gone through and the 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 mindset shift that I've had, but I still feel it a little bit. Like I still feel the urge, like all those old habits that I had growing up. Like it's hard to break that 1000% you're always going to kind of feel the the pull, the attraction, the draw, right? But when it comes to this time of year, my question for you is, well, where do you stand? Think about that for a moment. Where do you stand right now? So this is going to air on, I believe, 
December 20th. Okay, December 20th, 2018. Where do you stand? We're five days out from Christmas. We are about a month past Thanksgiving, four weeks past Thanksgiving. We're about a month and a half, it's almost two months past Halloween. So it's junk food central here, right? And we're kind of coming up to the climax of it. Where do you stand? How far have you let yourself go? And why? If you have let yourself go at all, why is that? What specifically caused you to do that? Is it just pure habit? You're just, it's a, it's a habitual thing for you to just kind of go off the rails in the holidays like a lot of people? Or did one particular event trigger this, like one party or one dinner or one person bringing that one thing into work that kind of set you off? Like someone made some some cookies or something and brought them in and you just, you ate like six of them and then that just completely set you off into binge mode. Like that happens a lot. What was it that caused you to become derailed? So I like to get people to start thinking about this before Christmas, to start thinking about it now before the peak actually happens because Christmas day is typically horrible when it comes to people eating tons and tons and tons of junk food. If you celebrate Christmas, you get a stocking and in the stocking, there's usually a lot of candy. People come over for dinner. There's always a ton of desserts. There's a bunch of stuff, right? A bunch of junk food, a bunch of crap. And look, I love all that stuff too. I I do love all that stuff. And if you, if you have developed your body into an optimized machine, which is what I always call it, and you are able to utilize flexible dieting and maybe use intermittent fasting, but there's, there's so many ways to do it. But if you've gotten yourself to that point, then that allows you to enjoy these things without losing any of your momentum. But if you haven't done that, it's going to be really, really hard to enjoy those things for a couple different reasons. You will enjoy them the moment that they hit your taste buds. Of course, they're going to taste good, right? They're even going to feel good going down, but Like moments later, that pleasure goes away and then you start to feel the guilt. Okay. Then you start to feel the guilt. And then the next day you feel the guilt. Like that's a, that's a problem. Like that goes away when you get yourself to this point where you have the ability to utilize flexible dieting to eat those things. So, so that's one reason. That's the biggest reason is the guilt. But the other reason is the, like the, the guilt that you feel before you even eat it. Okay, but if you if you're overweight now, if you're obese now, or if you're carrying around 30 pounds now, and you're really unhappy with your body, you're really unhappy with the way that you look, when you look in the mirror, you don't like anything you see. If you're in that situation and you see a platter of your favorite dessert on Christmas Day, and you're at a family party, you're feeling good, you're with your family, everything's cool, and you you look at those and you see those things, you get just overtaken by emotions, right? Obviously, in most cases, you're going to want one. So you're going to think about, I'm going to have one of these, but then immediately you're going to be thinking about, well, I shouldn't have one of those because I'm 30 pounds overweight and, but they taste so good. And then, you know, then you, then you kind of reach for one. You're like, oh yeah, but I, I'm, you know, I already had dinner or we're going to have dinner soon. And do I really need that? No, but they look so good. Maybe, maybe I'll pass. Right. And then you pass and you, you go and you continue hanging out with your family and every once in a while you walk by or you see that platter of cookies or whatever it is, brownies. And, and, and every time you walk by, it gets a little bit harder to resist. 
and you go into this emotional roller coaster situation where you want one but you can't but you won't you want one but you can't have it you want one but you can't have it and it goes over and over and over and over again and then what then what either you don't have one and like you celebrate a little victory and that's cool but at the same time you couldn't have your favorite dessert or you do have one and that sucks because now you feel guilty right that's the situation that you're in so you're constantly fighting this right that that happens now if you get yourself to a state where again that you're 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 firing on all cylinders your metabolism is high your rmr is super high and you have made sacrifices on in during times of the year that are like less filled with fun events like this like september you know over the summer whatever then you can enjoy things like this like you've built you built up this optimized system of a body where you can do things like this. You can, you can have what I'll say cheat meals or cheat desserts or whatever at certain times of the year using flexible dieting and stuff like that. Like if you've gotten to that situation, then you can go into this party completely different. Imagine this for a minute. Imagine this. You go to a Christmas party. You are in the best shape you've ever been in in your life. You go to a Christmas party with your family, your favorite people in the world, whoever that is. You're at that Christmas party or that holiday party, whatever it is, whatever, whatever you celebrate, right? And you're there and there's your favorite foods are there. Let's just say it's chocolate brownies, homemade, you know, homemade chocolate, your mom's homemade chocolate chip brownies or something. And they're there. And that's your favorite thing in the world. And you have one. And then you have a second one. And then you eat dinner and then you have a third one. Okay, and you wake up the next morning and you're still in the best shape of your life. You still have the body of your dreams. You still feel amazing. You still have the same amount of energy. All the muscle definition and, and the physique that you had going into that day that you worked hard for, you still have it. It's still there. And guess what? Zero guilt. And guess what? You got to eat your favorite thing in the world. That is very possible. When I talk about an optimized machine of a body, that's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about efficiency in metabolism and the use of flexible dieting, providing the opportunities to do things like this. That is something that I truly believe like almost everybody can get to. Everybody can get to that state. Okay. It's a system that you need to follow to get there. Obviously there's a level of hard work. There's a level of commitment and there's the right strategy. You put those things together, you can get yourself to that state. And then you can celebrate things like this. You can have cake on your birthday, on your, on your son's birthday, on your wife's birthday. You can have your favorite dessert on Christmas. You can have a pizza every once in a while. You can do things like that. Okay, But you have to get yourself to a place where you are able to do that. And right now, you're probably not at that place. I compare it a lot to, I had this conversation with someone the other day, I compare being in this state to what, it, what it's like to be ridiculously wealthy financially. Okay, think about this for a second. Just hear me out. If you have friends who are extremely wealthy and you've talked to them about that, maybe, maybe this will make a lot of sense, okay? Um, when you, obviously, if you're, if you're just like middle class, right, just middle class, you have a job, nine to five job, your spouse has a nine to five job together. 
you know, you make enough money to pay for a house. You've got a couple cars, you know, you're still paying off the student loans maybe uh, because you have college debt. Um, you, you know, you have a mortgage and it's going to be like another 20 years. till you pay that off and you've got cars that you have to pay off. You have a kid or two and they want things and you're trying to do the right thing by saving and getting yourself ready for when they go to college or whatever, right? Typical, like household things, family things uh, for a middle-class family. Now imagine that household Let's just say they make collectively $150,000, okay? Which is not a lot in the United States if you have two kids and a house and two cars and student loans, right? That's, it's really not a lot. Imagine if that 150000 a year was actually $10 million a year. And suddenly the debt is gone. Zero. Like there's no debt. House is paid for. Cars are paid for. Student loans paid for. And they can buy really whatever they want, right? That household now... Money is no longer a thing that they have to think about or worry about. It is no longer something they have to think about. So now what can they do? Now they can focus on different things. Now they can focus on enjoying life experiences that they previously weren't able to, like traveling internationally like twice a year or, you know, whatever. I don't know. Doing something that financially they couldn't afford to do before. They now have financial freedom, okay? Financial freedom. They can do basically whatever they want. A lot of people obviously are not in that situation, so they can't get there and they dream about it and they think about it and they always throw around things like, oh, that must be nice. That must be nice. And, you know, they, they, they play the lottery or whatever to try and get a taste of what that would feel like. Okay. This is very similar to what it's like to get your fitness goal within reach. You can get to this place. It's very similar You no longer have to nitpick about little things. You don't have to worry about having that fun size Snickers that someone brought in on Halloween. You don't have to worry about like this little thing here or like this little dessert or that dessert on Christmas or stuff like that or having a pizza every once in a while. You don't have to worry about those things. Why? Because you, you have earned the, like the, the, the RMR, the resting metabolic rate, right? To do that. You have earned the body to do that. And I don't mean like physically, like the way it looks necessarily. I'm not visually just the body that is operating at a level where you can do things like that. You can eat things like that every once in a while, right? Because even wealthy people, like they might splurge on things like those random vacations I was talking about and they can afford it, but they still are very conscientious of their money. So 90% of the time, 95% of the time, they're still very intentional, very purposeful with their financial decisions. But then when they want to go to, you know, Tokyo or whatever, somewhere Bali, they can just do it because they've done, you know, 85 to 95% of the time, they're heavily focused on improving and enhancing their financial state. They didn't get rich on accident. It didn't happen on accident. It wasn't a coincidence. Usually it's from something like starting a business or sure. Sometimes there's inheritances. I'm not really talking about that, but like people who work for it, right? Well, when you have a, the body to allow you to have the freedom that you want in terms of nutrition and things like that, you have to work for that. No one can give you that. But once you work for it, you'll find that 85, 90, 95% of the time you're intentionally focused on improving that and enhancing it at all times. 
And that allows you that other five, 10% of the time to do whatever you want because you can afford it now. You can afford it in your body's currency. You've earned it. That's what I'm talking about. And that's what like the flexible dieting benefits that come with that, the RMR benefits that come with that, the arterial benefits that come with that, the digestion benefits that come with that. Look, I understand this is not a sexy topic to talk about, but it's reality. Okay. You can earn the ability to be able to be flexible like this. So I hope this makes sense. And I hope that you're auditing how the last four weeks have gone for you because it is almost Christmas now, which means it's almost New Year's. It's almost 2019. And if you do things differently going forward, starting the moment you're listening to this, going forward next December, next Halloween, next Thanksgiving, next New Year's, they can be very, very, very different. They can be very different. They can be guilt-free. They can be full of enjoying all the things you love, all the foods you love, all the drinks you love. They can be full of not having to worry about what's going to happen if you eat this or that or drink this or drink that. Okay, that's the state that I wish for everybody. But it starts with you having that commitment now, having that intentional, purposeful, focused set of actions every day now, not January 1st, now. And that's it. Like that's, that's all it is, is staying focused, bringing that level of effort and not taking entire seasons off just because there's a couple holidays sprinkled in there. You know, the other day I was thinking about holiday numbers and I, I remember talking about this a couple times, but really between Christmas, New Year's, and then like one or two parties, there's, n- there's only four days where something, some event is happening. If you, if, you, if you celebrate Christmas, obviously if you're not the type of person that celebrates Christmas for whatever, your religion or whatever, that's not what I'm talking about. But it, traditionally, like a lot of people who listen to this, I know, and who I've talked to, like, let's celebrate Christmas and New Year's. And then there's like one or two other holiday parties in there. So there's like four days in this five week season here, this five week quote unquote Christmas season where things can happen. So out of like 31 days, 31, 35 days, if you go all the way back to Thanksgiving, there's really only like four days, right? So how does four days over a 35 day window cause you to just completely give up and just stop. I don't get it. That's like one ninth of the amount of time, right? One ninth of the amount of time in that entire span is spent on these, these potential holidays or holiday parties. So I I implore you to audit what you're doing what decisions you've made, why you've made them, and what decisions you're going to make going forward. January 1st is not the gating criteria to starting something like that. Because if what you want you don't have now, you can have this this exact time next year as long as you begin now and as long as you stay focused on that now. 
Does that make sense? So that's that's really it, guys. I hope that this landed with you. This is something that boggles my mind every single year, and I feel like it needs to be talked about every single year because it just does. And even if this resonates with one person, then this podcast episode has done its job, and I hope it resonates with more than one person. I hope this resonates with every single person listening to this. So anyways, that's it. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, I appreciate you. I really hope that this holiday season is amazing for you. And I really hope that you make a lot of the right decisions, whatever those are for you. And uh, thank you so much for listening again. And if you haven't yet, please go leave a review. And if you screenshot it and post it in your Instagram or Facebook stories, tag me and one other friend, then you will also be entered to win a $50 Amazon gift card. I'll be announcing those again in January. So thank you guys so much. Don't forget, as always, train with purpose, and I will talk to you in the next episode. See ya.